Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I am your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us today um, as we continue through the book of Ephesians, looking at this thought to the praise of his glory. And that's what we were saved for. That's what we were created for, that we might live a life that brings praise and honor and glory to our heavenly father. Uh, yesterday, we finished out chapter one, and of course, we um, there, there, there's so much to look at in Ephesians, and, and we could spend months just going through Ephesians, and so trying to go through it a little faster, um, but it, as we looked at chapter one, of course, we started with this thought, and that is our position in grace, our position in grace, and chapter two continues in that same thought about our position in grace, and of course, in chapter one, Paul um, showed everybody and, and reminded this church here in Ephesus that because of Christ, because of salvation, that they were holy and without blame. He reminded them uh, that they were adopted into the family of God, that they've been forgiven, redeemed, accepted, sealed, and, and they had the grace of God on their life. And we saw their inheritance. And, and then we saw the relationship with the family of, of Christ that we're to have. And then yesterday, we saw the exaltation of Christ in the life of the believer. And we we saw um, the power that he has in the life of the believer and the position that he's to hold in the life of the believer. And so today, though, as we continue into chapter two, or, or as we start chapter two, continuing through Ephesians, uh, I want us to continue the thought, our position in grace. Uh, but I want to start out by uh, looking, first of all, in chapter two, as we look at the first seven verses today, I want us to talk about the miracle of salvation, the miracle of salvation. Let's look at Ephesians chapter one, verse one says this, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. I love that. He starts out chapter two, verse one, you hath he quickened who is dead uh, in trespass and sins. And that word quickened in the Bible just means made alive. Um, it, it just means, hey, once you were dead and now you're alive, quickened. It, it, it means he gave you life. He gave life too. And so, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And so he shows here, you know, there's this idea um, that, that, that you know, not everybody will go to hell. Only those who uh, have heard the gospel and rejected it will go to hell. But the truth is we were born in sin. We were born condemned. And that's what he says here. Uh, we were by nature, the children of wrath. We were born with a sin nature. And that's why um, Christ had to come because everybody was born condemned. Verse four, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherein he loved us. I love that verse. Think about it. God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and we think of rich, we think of all the possessions of this world, but the Bible tells us God who was rich in mercy. Thank God he was rich in mercy. Um, for his great love, wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us 
through Christ Jesus. This morning, I want us to see here in Ephesians chapter 2 the miracle of salvation, the miracle of salvation. When was the last time you just stopped and thought about the miracle of your salvation? We were dead in trespasses and sin. We were born into wrath. We were born with condemnation on us. We were destined for an eternity in hell. Think about that. Let that sink in. We were held by the chains and the uh, of this world. We were held by the chains of sin. We were held by the prince of this world. Our father was the devil. We were helpless to do anything for ourselves. We were going through life, living with no hope, no peace, no real joy. Oh, but now think about the miracle of salvation. We who were dead in sin are now made alive by the Spirit of God. We who were dead in sin are now quickened. We were given a spiritual life and spiritual birth by the Holy Spirit of God. And and all of this, this is amazing, all of this, everything that we got at salvation, all of this is at no expense of our own, but it was at the expense of God himself. Wow, think about that. The sinless, he who knew no sin became sin for us. We, the sinner, now have the righteousness of Christ. Oh, don't miss, don't miss the miracle of salvation, the miracle of salvation. If I had time this morning, I'd read for you 1 John, and we would see in 1 John chapter 1 that at salvation, uh, we received a new family. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, we found find that at salvation, we become a new creature. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, we find that at salvation, we receive a new destination. And then in, in Luke chapter 23, uh, verses 45 and 46, Jesus teaches us that at salvation, we receive new fellowship. And that fellowship is, of course, with the Father. Uh, once we were separated, we were separated from God. We were separated from the Father because of our sins. But when Jesus Jesus died on the cross. Oh, the the the, the veil of the, the holy place, the holy of holies was rent in twain. And so now we, uh, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, can enter into the holy of holies and have fellowship with God. And of course, we read that as well in Hebrews chapter 4. And I love what verses 14 through 16 say about coming boldly to the throne of grace. And 1 John 1, 3 tells us about that fellowship as, all, uh, as well. And so what a wonderful thought, the miracle of salvation. We who were sinners headed for hell. Oh, we, we, uh, uh, when we bowed our head and trusted Christ, we were made alive. We were given a new life. We, we, it's often referred to, and of course, Jesus refers to it as he's speaking to Nicodemus in the book of John. And uh, he's uh, chapter three, he says, Nicodemus, you must be born again. It's the new birth and uh, a new life is given to us, a new family, new creature, new destination, new fellowship, the miracle of salvation. All of it, all of it was at the expense of Christ. It was nothing that we've done. We were helpless uh, to do anything for ourselves. Oh, but Jesus Christ paid it all. And we, the sinner, now have the righteousness of Christ. Oh, think about it. The greatest miracle ever recorded is not the parting of the Red Sea. And what an incredible miracle that is. And one that everybody goes back to and talks about when you think about the power of God. But the most incredible miracle ever was not the parting of the Red Sea. The greatest miracle ever was not the feeding of the 5,000 The greatest miracle was the saving of a lost sinner, a child of Satan, now a child of God. Never, 
ever get over the miracle of salvation. Never get over what God did for you the day you bowed your head and trusted Christ as your Savior. And friend, if you're listening today and you say, preacher, I've never, I've never trusted Christ as my Savior. I don't know what, I, I don't understand what this new life is about. I don't understand what you're talking about with this new birth. Let me just say, salvation is a free gift from God. It's a miracle because it's nothing we could do of our own. Christ did it all for us when he died on the cross, when he shed his blood on Calvary. And if you're listening this morning and you say, preacher, I, I, I'm dead in sins today. I, I, I've never trusted Christ as my Savior. Let me invite you right now to bow your head and, and to realize that you're a sinner. Confess your sin to God and say, Lord, I, I realize that because of my sins, I deserve an, an eternity in hell. But right now, by faith, I'm trusting you as my personal Savior and my only hope for heaven. Realize that Christ paid for your sins on the cross. It was all settled when Christ shed his blood, and now salvation is a free gift that he's offering to whosoever will, the Bible says. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you for listening this morning. If if I can help you with anything, if you're listening, you say, Preacher, I want to talk to somebody about salvation, feel free to reach out to me at libertybaptistunion at gmail.com, libertybaptistunion at gmail.com. If this morning you listened, you bowed your head, and you trusted Christ as your Savior, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it and rejoice with you. Once again, that's libertybaptistunion at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, please feel free to reach me there. Uh, tomorrow, we'll continue this topic of salvation as we look at the believer's position and grace. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Father, thank you for the opportunity we have to open your word, to read it, to study it. Lord, help us now to live it. Father, I pray you'd use us to be a witness for you this week. I pray you'd empower us to do your work. Holy Spirit of God, as we live in a uh, wicked Dane age. Lord, help us to shine as lights in this world. We need you. Help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening.